Satnam and good morning, good morning, welcome, welcome. So the month of April is upon us, ladies, and the month of April will be filled with major opportunities to manifest our wildest dreams. I keep saying this to the women in my community, but what if we don't even have clarity on our dreams? Like, what if you feel lost about like your purpose and this incarnation? Maybe you're stuck at a dead-end job, or maybe you're in, in a business that you don't enjoy or honor the industry. You know, a lot of people, the problem is that there's no clarity. And the second part is that even with clarity, there's just not the confidence to actually go after what they want to do in this life, right? Well, today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're going to be talking about one of the top questions I get from women on their healing journey, which is, how do I find and align with my life purpose? Satnam, and welcome, beautiful goddesses. God morning or God afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Podcast, where we believe all women can holistically self-heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. And this is our movement of women just like you reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. So welcome and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So life purpose, how many of you, let me know in the chat if you're watching this live, how many of you raise your hand or even you can give me some hearts uh, are struggling or have struggled with either aligning or discovering what that purpose is, or maybe you know what it is, but like it's really difficult for you to actually take action upon it. So let me know if you've ever struggled with something like this, because honestly, when they do say that, you know, Mondays are the day that most people die. And the reason that is, is because, you know, Mondays is like when you have to go to work. And a lot of people, we were talking about attack last week, you know, many people are so unhappy. And we have a uh, crying face over here from Janet. So you know how this feels, right? It's it's actually, it, it is very limiting and it, and it creates also blockages and stress in other areas of our life, right? To feel this way. Well, I want to talk first about like the big opportunity we have in April to discover not only our purpose and why we're here, which we're going to talk about today, but to like make our wildest dreams a reality. And I really, really mean this. Like I have been so excited on Monday in our daily meditation space in Sadna in my community. I was so pumped and excited. Like I couldn't even stop cussing because I was just like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this month because April is the most important month as it relates to astrology and the cosmos and the energy that's going to be there for us to, like I said, manifest and align with these really deep dharmic purpose with why your soul even incarnated and especially if you don't even have that clarity and the reason that is is because first i'll give you a little quick overview of what the energy is going to look like for april what dates to look out for so that you're uh, energetically prepared because why why astrology has become such an important science in my life Literally, I used it to walk away from my 15-year business as a real estate broker to start the Sovereign Woman Academy, that along with uh, Kundalini Yoga Meditation, which is what we're going to talk about today, the three steps to finding and aligning with your life purpose using Kundalini Yoga. So um, it's very important 
So the way I use it is based on what's happening in the cosmos, Kundalini yoga is a science of energy. So you can use specific meditations and kriyas, which is a recipe of breath work, sound, to basically create a specific effect, right? And you can use these on specific energy portals, meaning specific times where the moon is aligning in an eclipse or in a full moon or in a new moon or when we're having big transitory uh, uh, astrological uh, transits like the ones that are going to happen in April. Because in April, something's going to happen that hasn't happened for 166 years, which is a once in a lifetime opportunity that, of course, if, unless you're going to live another 166 years, you're just never going to actually uh, accomplish that or, or experience that. Yolanda says, your voice is literally engraved in my mind with those words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it. I make it a purpose to, you know, repeat that a lot. Some people really hear that often. I hope it's not an annoying voice. I hope it's a voice of guidance and like, I, I get it. I got to do it. <laughs> but yes. Um, and so April, let's look at the energy so we can see why you have such a big opportunity for manifestation. And that has been such a great practice for me uh, in my life, like using these mantras, meditations for manifestation, for alignment and for ease and flow. You know, we're not beggars, ladies. We're not hustlers. If you know who you are, all comes to you instead of you needing to go out to get it. And that's very, very important, which is, which is one of the things that is needed to actually align with purpose. But in April, okay, so first, April 1st, right at 2.34 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's kind of like March 31st for us in the Pacific Standard Time or Mountain Standard Time, Arizona, California peeps. But we are having a really powerful new moon in Aries. And this new moon, remember, it's the beginning of an astrological new year. It starts with Aries. So new moons already feel like new beginnings. And this is how I use the new moon cycles as well for intentions. And then I use the full moon to close out whatever I started in the new moon. And this just gives me more energy to fulfill that that, that project or whatever I'm working with, right? And so uh, this new moon in Aries is powerful because it's a new, it's the beginning of the astrological year, but it also, I want you all to kind of note how you're feeling already right now, because this new moon is influenced by the energies of Chiron, the wounded healer. He's an asteroid and, and he went retrograde last year. So whatever you were kind of experiencing, the themes you were going through on in June and July of 2021, you can go back to that time what were some of those wounds you were dealing with? Because if you know your astrological chart, it's, it's easy. You just go online and you find it. You, you can just uh, plug in. You will need your data or time of birth, but it'll tell you in what house Chiron sits on your chart. And then based on that house, it tells you what deep inner child ancestral wound you were born with and that you incarnated with to overcome. And since last year, Chiron went retrograde, in, especially in June, July, during those two months, you were dealing with the repeating theme. And based on this repeating theme, this new moon in Aries, because it's in the same position as it was back then, will bring up those themes again. But this is not to be punished. Remember, the healing journey is not linear. It is cyclical. It, it comes, things come around in cycles. And based on the level of inner work you've done to change your level of consciousness, to change your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, then 
if you've been working on inner work, then anything that comes your way, you'll be able to transcend and actually use as energy to create instead of let it use you and take you on a dark, deep night of the soul. So no one's being punished at all. Where sovereignty means reclaiming ourselves, body, mind, and spirit, meaning as much as we are release control to the highest God, we are in control because we are co-creating all of this through our frequency. And so this new moon can start to feel very heavy. It can start to feel like you're bringing up these really old patterns, right? So it's very important. I would say you got to load up on water, especially around the new moon cycles and full moons, just because if you're dehydrated, you already are going to create even more anxiety in you because adrenalines are going to have a lot of pressure on them. Your gland system is going to be reacting. So like you need to really stay like super hydrated. And then again, there are specific meditations like grounding meditations that can help you to actually use this energy to get the downloads. Because as much as there's going to be a lot of wounds coming up, there's also a huge opportunity for transforming these into actual miracles, right? Shifts in perceptions so that you break the cycle in your life, but also in the lineage and in your family's lineage. So it's a beautiful time to transform, right? And that's how April starts. It's very like in your face, like, let's do this. You have to step. That's what Aries is all about. Identity. It's your identity, who you are to the world, right? And so all of that is being shown so that you can transform it. And we're, we're just coming out of this rebirth from the spring equinox. So we have a lot of awareness of to what needs to change in our life, where we're going. And if you don't, like I said, this is where the meditation work is very important because during these times, you can download these intuitive messages a lot easier. <clears throat> now, after the new moon, this month, we also start eclipse season. I'll come back to the most important part of April, which happens on the 12th. But I do want to remind you all that in April, we start eclipse season. And every year we have eclipse season and eclipse seasons are like full moons on steroids. And this one is happening on April 29th. It's going to be a full moon solar eclipse in the sign of Taurus. I see it as a way to help us ground ourselves from everything that's going to be happening throughout the month because there's going to be a lot more. However, solar eclipses do bring real, really big sudden changes, which means April is going to be a month of a very fast moving action and transformation. Right after that, the first planet of the year or after this long cycle where we have not had any planets go retrograde finally goes retrograde, which is going to be the planet Pluto. And we all know Pluto comes and destroys. Pluto don't give a damn. He comes in. He says, this is not working in your life. This is not working in your life. This is not working in your life. And when he goes retrograde, which is going to be at the end of the month on April 30th, it actually kind of makes us reassess and review what we've learned throughout April to make sure that this is exactly a very solid foundation on where we're going. But the most important thing happening in April, and this is one thing that I, my heart has been waiting for since like last year because I knew it was coming, and that is on April 12th, ladies. This is a day that you really want to devote and dedicate to your inner work, to being hyper aware of your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions because this event, which is Jupiter-Neptune conjunct Pisces, hasn't happened for 166 years and will not happen again for another 166 years. And when it's conjunct in these three, it's so beautiful because Pisces actually, the uh, Jupiter and both Neptune influence and are very impact 
uh, Pisces as it is. And Pisces is, is the veil. It's our mystical aspect. Believe me, I'm a Pisces moon. And that's one thing that I'm developing in this incarnation. And it really is about connecting to God, connecting to higher consciousness, to your intuition. So when this conjunction happens, which again, only happens 165 years, Jupiter expands that. And then you got Neptune, who also is beyond the veil, beyond what the physical sees. So you're, you're talking about health from God. You're talking about miracles. You're talking about manifestations from out of places that you didn't even know they were coming. So please understand that the month of April, you're probably going to be doing things that you haven't done this entire lifetime, or maybe you stopped doing them because you were afraid. And now all of a sudden in April, things are going to be opening up so you can step into that full, into that power. So the most important thing, especially during this transit, and as we get closer to it, I'll talk more about it, is how to stay in alignment with these high frequency thoughts. Because the universe is always saying yes to us. God says yes. God never says no. So our job, because we do have free will, is to control the mind and to direct our thoughts and get clear. And if we're not clear on our purpose, then how are we going to know what to even ask for? Especially during this time when it can manifest so easily as we are so, so supported, right? And so today, let's talk about the three steps that you need to take to align with your life purpose. And especially during this month, so that you can get those downloads and get clarity. It's one of the top questions I get because I myself, like I shared with you all, I walked away from a 15 year business. I was a real estate broker, top of my game, over six figures a year, health insurance. I managed hundreds of entrepreneurs, two offices. I mean, very involved in my community, uh, very involved in leadership. I served at a local level, at a state level. I mean, I was, I, I mean, I was fully in, but yet I was very, it was very easy for me to walk away from that, to start the Sovereign Woman Academy and Satori Wellness and Spirituality to now teach other women how to holistically heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method, which I use to heal myself. And so it was easy for me because of the three steps that I'm going to share with you today. Because life purpose doesn't have to be airy-fairy, doesn't have to be new agey. There's a science even behind it that you can align with so that if you're feeling clogged up and not even knowing what it is, you can get that clarity. Or if you've had that clarity, to actually have the chi and the energy to do it. Because it's not enough to have a vision of what you want for your life or why you think you're here. If you don't have the energy and the confidence and the sovereignty to actually take the action to make it happen, then we got another bigger problem, right? Which a lot of people still live through that even bigger, deeper existential crisis. And so let's, let's start with the first part of how do we align with our life purpose? And all of this, of course, through the science of Kundalini Yoga technology, and I'll explain how that works in each step. So number one, you have got to I'm going to give you real life experiences of myself and also the women in my community who are not only aligning with their life purpose, but they're expanding their businesses. They're getting promoted into really high level uh, positions and high level corporate. I mean, they're, they're dominating and they're amazing in every way, but these are the things that they had to do. So number one, you have to unload the subconscious from the stories of who you are not. You know, one of the meditations we recently did 
one of the, my uh, community members shared with me how that meditation was preparing for her for what was to come. Because through the meditation, what we did is we spent time unloading the subconscious. And we actually did this in, at the winter solstice, which is even more powerful when you do it on that day. And so uh, she was telling me that the next day when she went to work, her boss told her, and she's at a very high level corporate America uh, position. Um, and her boss is a very high level in this corporation. And she told me how the next day she basically was asked to step in and cover for her boss and take on this position that not only increased her pay, of course, but also her responsibilities. And she was able to put together how that meditation helped her so that when the position was given to her, not only was she not afraid, but she didn't self-sabotage it. And the reason that that way that worked that way was because she spent time unloading the thoughts that tell us all the time that we're not good enough. The thoughts that tell us that we're not worthy of prosperity, of alignment, of life purpose. The thoughts that tell us to be afraid to go after our dreams. The thoughts that tell us to dim our light. That's what your subconscious mind is. Your subconscious mind is running the show 90 to 95% of your day. And if you do not spend time unloading it through meditation, then you're going to be operating on that program. And if you're operating on that program, of course, you're not going to be able to discover or get clarity onto what you're here to do. You're going to be scattered. Your energy is going to be everywhere. And you're going to try to do a million things and nothing is going to be aligned. And that's because your subconscious mind is so loud and shattery and it's just not allowing you to actually stay focused and to really also realize how worthy you are to not need to hustle. That was another story inside of my community. You know, one of my community members through our coaching, she was sharing how her uh, employment was very, very stressful. She was actually saying that she feels that she deserved a better job. She had a vision of what that would look like and also better paying job. So through the work we were doing in the academy, we asked her, you know, to describe what she wanted in that job and what it looked like and what it felt like. And then I told her, you know, continue doing the meditations that we that were prescribed to you based on the academy. Not kidding you. The next week she comes back and she's like, oh, my God. After our coaching call, I was on Facebook and this one of my friends posted about this job opportunity that looked exactly what I had told you all that it looked like. And I was scared to apply, but I remember you all telling me that I could do this, that I could do this. So I went and applied. So then she went and applied and we, she came back to coaching. She's like, I went and applied. Now I have the interview. Continue with your meditations. You need the energy. You need the chi to do this. You need to unload those thoughts that tell you you're not good enough for that. She went to the interview. She landed it. All of this happened because she continued to unload the subconscious thoughts that told her she was not good enough. Or that you need to go hustle to find a job. It came to her almost. But she still had to be sovereign enough to open the door, to walk through the door, to go through the interview, and to ultimately land it. And now that she's in the job, her work is not done. Her work is in sustaining that frequency of worth so she doesn't self-sabotage it. Because a lot of us get what we want. We, want, we get that business. We get that job. And then our imposter syndrome kicks in. Our lack of self-worth kicks in. And what happens? We fuck it up. We literally fuck it up.
we self-sabotage it. You know, people are like, oh, you know, now that you're on your life purpose, when you walked away, like, I bet you, you were like in a state of bliss the entire time. No, the first year was an entire year of me healing the imposter syndrome, because I couldn't believe that it actually had manifested everything that I believed at one point. And all of that had to do with me needing to go back and look at those layers of unworthiness and seeing why shouldn't my life be ease and flow. So one of my biggest mantras is my life is ease and flow. Everything comes to me in ease and flow. Not only money, but the people that I, uh, uh, God allows me to work with. And also everything that I do in this world, like travel, joy, anything else, ease and flow, ease and flow. Why? Because I've spent the time to unload the subconscious from the programs that told me life has to be hard. In order to be successful or to have money, you have to work hard. That's just the program. I'm not saying I don't work. I, I, I work in alignment now. It's a very big difference. Working hard is you're hustling because you don't know who you are. You're not present. Alignment work. I, I, there's some days where I work all day. There's some days where I work on Saturdays. I mean, in, as an entrepreneur, you know that you, you, you kind of just work. But to me, it's not work because it's in alignment with my soul. And that takes unloading the subconscious mind from the programs that tell you you're not worthy to even align with that. So what we have to do is through the meditation works and through the spiritual psychotherapy, that's exactly what I teach inside of the academy. You have to become self-aware of these programs so you can unload them, right? So the second part of aligning with your life purpose after you do this is also relating to the mind which means we have to learn to neutralize the mind and learn to live. This is what meditation is all about in what is known as the gap. Of course, in miracles tells us the ego, which is your subconscious program. Remember, we just talked about that a little bit earlier, always speaks first. So if you're someone that does not have a daily routine of training your mind, your ego is speaking to you 95% of the time. And you are not even making space space for the second voice that's trying to contact you which is the voice of god the voice of truth the voice of your highest consciousness god always speaks to us but god speaks second and the reason that is is because we have to work through these emotions these these patterns to remember that voice and to align with that voice and that happens through the power that's given to us of controlling the mind self-mastery and control of the mind comes through training Jesus Christ went away for 13 years to train his mind, to bring healing at the level of the mind. When you neutralize the mind, you're still more and you can hear the voice of God guiding you. That's what happened to me. When I started to practice Kundalini Yoga, I started to process emotions. And it was at a Kundalini Yoga retreat in a meditation retreat where in the stillness of the gap, I received the vision of the Sovereign Woman Academy. And I knew based on that day, exactly when I would leave my 15 year business, which was in, within two months from that and start the academy. And I had the vision of how I would go and everything that, and it wasn't, I didn't create that. It came through the space, anything that was created amazingly like that, the Apple iPhone, all of these amazing technologies, they're created by human beings that are able to live in the gap in that moment of neutrality, so they could listen to the voice of God. These ideas always want to be birthed, and they're traveling in the 
unified consciousness and they're just waiting for someone to say yes. But if you're so, if you're running, if you're, if your subconscious mind is shattered, it's just noisy in there. And how are you going to hear? I don't think it's going to be easy to hear anything, right? So these big ideas and these downloads come in this moment where you are able to be more in control of the present moment, are able to even for a second, because it doesn't, you don't need like a full blown like vision the way I received, right? In my meditation, you, if even for a second, you get that glimpse, that's all you would need. And then the rest of the work becomes you continuing your meditation work so that you have enough chi to process the stress of whatever comes your way because you're still going to have stress. Stress is not bad. It just means you're a badass and the world is demanding a lot of you. If you stay in long periods of stress, you're going to get sick. And that's how we self-sabotage also, right? So it's learning how to process this new frequency you've reached, meaning you're in alignment with purpose. Now you're at a whole level of frequency. New thoughts, feelings, and emotions are going to be needed from you to sustain that frequency. So the solution is we continue our satna. We continue our inner work, which leads us to the third step. So number one, unload the subconscious mind. Number two, continue the work to neutralize it so you can live in the gap and continue to be guided by your inner voice, not by anything outside of you. And then number three is you got to learn to develop your intuition. And this is not airy-fairy. Let's talk a little bit about it scientifically, what it is. You know, we're living in this age of Aquarius, the golden age of consciousness. People talk about intuition as the sixth sense. And the reality is, is that intuition is your pineal gland. And this pineal gland, you know, it's like this little pine cone shaped gland that lies deep inside the center of the brain and the epithalamus. It's right here. And it's part of the endocrine system. And through this, it helps us regulate melatonin, which helps you regulate your sleep cycles, helps you pretty much, it's like a master gland that kind of secretes these really beautiful chemicals and keeps all the other glands like functioning and working really, really nice, right? And what is also known is a, it's also known as a third eye. It's so known as the doorway through which the individual enters the astral world and, and, and really the, the, uh, the, there is no veil. The reason why we don't have access to this pineal gland, it becomes calcified in our water. You know, our water is definitely polluted um, with, with uh, a lot of chemicals that calcify it. One of the reasons I stopped eating meat was because meat also um, calcifies the pineal gland. Then I start, started eating meat again. So now I'm on the journey back of like, I need to get release it because I know how it makes me feel too. But the biggest reason that I stopped eating meat for like a year and a half was because of the pineal gland. And when I did, I noticed the power of my intuition and my meditations was even more powerful because if you're a clean vessel and you're not doing all these different things to the body, then every meditation is going to be even more medicinal. So ultimately the reason our pineal gland doesn't function is because it's calcified through the foods we eat, the things we put in our body, but also because of the traumas. When we go through emotional trauma, if they scanned your brain and if you're like nine, 10 years old and you've been through a lot of emotional trauma, your brain would look like a 90 year old. So a lot of the things that people want people to stop doing, it's not behavioral. It literally is because of a fractured, damaged brain that can only be healed through meditation. It can't be healed with the pill or something like that. So because we have emotional trauma, 
the glands in the brain stop working and the pineal gland stops working, which stops communicating with the hypothalamus, with the pituitary, which if those three stop functioning, you got addictions, right? And because of all of that, if they're not functioning, then you cannot connect to intuition. When you have a pineal gland that's activated, which is why we do specific breath work, specific mantras, specific meditation, then it starts to secrete these beautiful chemicals as the master gland, which then starts to allow yourself to open up your intuition, which is a, as, as a third part of that living in the gap and listening to that voice of God. You listen to yourself in that sovereignty, right? Ultimately, all the answers you are seeking are within. All the healing you are seeking is within. But the reason we don't know that is because our pineal gland is not functioning. So if you want to align with your life purpose, and this is what started to happen with me, you know, I started practicing Kundalini yoga so much. I became a teacher, went to Kundalini yoga therapy training as a therapist to become a therapist. So of course, my, I stopped eating meat, right? <clears throat> my pineal gland started functioning. So I was able to heal from an addiction from alcohol and heal from a lot of addictive programs, but more importantly, connect with my intuition, where now I have a very intimate relationship with God within. I have a very intimate relationship with myself. I don't compete with anyone. I only look at and listen to the guidance inside of me. And, you know, the Sovereign Woman Academy is something that has never been created. It's created through the channeling that I receive as a vessel from God herself. And the way I was able to accomplish this is through my own inner work of stabilizing the glands in my brain, of being able to neutralize my mind and being able to continue to unload the subconscious because that's how I actually stay creative. And I am able to, you know, expand on that vision and, and continue to listen to that voice as it guides me. And it only gets louder and louder when you start to be obedient and you start to actually say yes, because that's the whole thing. Most of the time, it's not that the how, it's just because we haven't said yes to the vision. And the reason we haven't said yes to the vision is because we don't think we're worthy. And that's why you have to go back to the first step and begin your journey there. And that's why a lot of the times they say Kundalini Yoga aligns you with your destiny, with your life purpose. Well, the reason that is, is because ultimately it allows you to process those emotions that are blocking you from seeing your worth. And from aligning with those things that you know you love to do. Ultimately, I will say life purpose does not have to be cliche. Life purpose is to serve. And even when I was still as a real estate broker, you know, in the last few months that I was there, I treated that place like the Sovereign Women Academy. I treated that place like my membership community where I was teaching holistically anyways. So be grateful wherever you're at. Know that our purpose is to serve and to give and be an expression of miracle, which is to share love where most would share fear, to share acceptance and to share forgiveness. Because when you realize that, then your purpose comes to you with ease and flow and with a lot of alignment where you know that you're being guided by something bigger than you. And that's what gives you the energy and chi to wake up every day and to confront that voice that tells you, don't do this, or why are you doing that? Or what are they going to think? Because it's still going to be there, but yet it's going to sit secondary. And it's not going to stop you or block you from actually taking action upon your purpose. So those are the three things you need to do to, if you're feeling stuck. And of course, all of it relates back to the inner work of meditation. Now, you all know that I recently released an e-guide for any of you that are interested in starting your holistic healing journey. 
I would say this is a great way to start because I share with you a weekly mental health plan that you can follow Monday through Sunday in this e-guide that also includes a really powerful meditation. And this meditation actually helps you clear out addictive patterns of thoughts. It also helps clear like addictions to substances and things like that. But more importantly, these programs, right? And these programs that tell us we're not worthy. And it's as easy as three minutes a day. And each of the days also allows you to look at a specific affirmation that you can use from A Course in Miracles for spiritual psychotherapy. And all of it is aligned each day with the planets. So an activity that you can do to help you with body, mind, spirit connection. So go check it out by clicking on the link in my bio below here, or you can check it out on Instagram on the link in my in, in my bio on Facebook, Veronica Barragan, I am.com forward slash roadmap. And this will allow you to become more aligned with what I'm speaking about as it relates to holistic healing. So you have a better understanding of how you can start today so that you can get more in alignment with what you're here to do and actually have the energy and chi to do it because that's the second part and you definitely want to start today ladies because like i said by april 12th the energy is going to be so potent that you want to use the energy to like now these days to build up to that so that as you get there that day you know you're able to stay more in your neutrality with a clear vision of what it is that your heart desires. And again, if you don't have the clarity to be able to be still enough to receive the vision as that day, like I said, is gonna be very, very potent and help us all tremendously in aligning with purpose. So thank you all so, so much for being here. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for all that you've shared. I hope this has helped you tremendously and I hope that you all absolutely not only align with your life purpose, but that you take action upon it because the world needs your vision. Thank you once again, and I'll be back again next Monday with brand new episodes of the Sovereign Woman podcast. Thank you for all of you that continue to share the podcast, that subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, that share it with your sisters and and all of your community uh, friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm wishing you all a blessed rest of your week. You know where to find me if you have any questions at Veronica Barragan. I am on Instagram or on Facebook as well. Be blessed, everyone, and I'll see you all again next week. Sadam.